Yet another lotto winning in O'Fallon, another one. The largest private business investment in Missouri is in Wentzville, and we talk about Prop R. It's an extension of a tax here in St. Charles County. All this and more on the other side of the St. Charles County Correspondent. We're back on video again, Noah. It's good to be with you. This is our second attempt at doing this on the camera. That's right, Sam. I think the first one was uh, was pretty well received, and uh, you know we like uh, we like to talk to the people where they are. We have some uh, some good stories this week. We do. The first one is one that you are familiar with because it's in your backyard. O'Fallon gets all the news in St. Charles County, but here it is: a hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollar lottery ticket was sold at the O'Fallon Quick Trip. Can you believe it? I, I, I went, How do you even... Ah, frustrating. If you don't play, you can't win, though, Noah. That's the thing. That's right, Sam. You know, they say the lottery is a tax on the poor, but, you know, every once in a while, somebody wins. Uh, so, no, it, you know, St. Charles County's been pretty lucky. The We have this ticket, the $168,000 ticket that was just sold. Uh, it looks like it was released to the public that this was that this was won this week. But it looks like maybe it was won like the uh, the third week of March or something. So this person's probably uh, in the midst of collecting or has already collected. Of course, we don't know who it is yet. But hey, if it was you, contact us. We'll have you on the show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if you remember just a few weeks back, Sam, at the Schnooks in O'Fallon, yeah. if I'm correct. Maybe it was a yeah. different, maybe it was Schnooks, no, Schnooks elsewhere in, in Charles County. Yep, somebody won uh, $1,000 a week uh, for life. So for there's life. a lot of lucky people in O'Fallon. Well, so I have to ask the question, would you, Noah, take 168 grand today in cash or would you take $1,000 a week for life? What a great question! Yeah, I, I, I would probably try to do some rudimentary math to figure out at what at what point does a thousand dollars a week become one hundred sixty eight grand? Um, it, it, I, I guess at a, at one hundred sixty eight weeks, right? How 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 many years is that? Hmm. Well, you Three? gotta you gotta imagine that you're drawing in a fifty two thousand dollar a year salary, a thousand bucks a week for every every year. Um, so it would take three years for you to get to 158 million or 158,000. So I would, I would, I would take the thousand dollars weekly. Probably the, the <laughs> smart role. Yeah. Probably smart. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and who, I, I, I do like, especially, you know, I know that with the lump sums that taxes takes out, a, a, you know, roughly 50% is what you hear. Um, I do wonder how it works with, with like the thousand dollars a week, if they take out that full 50% or since it's a lower amount each time, maybe they, uh, they take out a little bit less, but I'd be, I'd be interested to, to look more into that. But how about you, Sam? Which one would you do? That's a good question. You know, the, the number is just a little too low. 168, if it was a million dollars, probably need to take that right up front because you earn 7% a year in interest anyway. So you're collecting 70 Just play grand. in the market. Right. Yeah. But 168 is a little too low. You know, once you get north of 700,000, I think the, the calculation changes a little bit. So I'd take $1,000 a week for life for sure. Yeah, and this story, you know, we, we've had a lot of community interaction with the story. Uh, variously on Facebook, we've had, you know, we had a 300 likes and d- dozens of comments. Uh, people who are, uh, you know, t- tagging their friends, trying to see if they're the ones who won, uh, or maybe checking uh, checking their tickets themselves. So congratulations to whoever won $168,000. Sam, our next story, you got to tell us about this. Uh, the largest private business investment in Missouri 
is happening in Winsville. We already know that Winsville is the fastest growing city when it just comes to, to people moving there and having babies. Uh, what are you talking about with the largest private business investment in the state? Well, something that hit the news earlier this week or perhaps a little later last week, a $1.5 billion investment is, you know where it is. It's the GM plant in Winsville. Uh, GM announced that they're going to invest $1.5 billion in their midsize pickup truck line. Uh, General Motors is uh, putting a billion into the assembly line, and I guess the other half, the, the other half, uh, another half a billion is going into the actual products themselves. But uh, it'll be used to upgrade existing paint shops, body shops, general assembly areas, machines, conveyors, controls, tooling, all the things that make a car. <laughs> all the things that make a car. You know, yeah. The good. GM plant's been in Winsville for 35 years. And of course, they build the Colorado, the Chevy Colorado, and the GMC Canyon, which are midsize pickups. But they also make the Chevrolet Express and the GMC Savannah full size vans. Ooh la la. I like that name, the GMC Savannah. That's the, you should keep that one in mind. That's a good name for a car. Uh, I think, Sam, one of the, the things that's probably just uh, luck, right, because 35 years ago, I don't know if this situation is the same, but I know that, that these that trucks are the best selling uh, type of cars in the country and that even um, sort of sometimes during rough economic times, the sale of trucks stay really, really strong. So I think it's, it's a good thing for Winsville. Yes. Not only that they have you know a car manufacturing plant, but that they're making these pickup trucks. That's a good point. I'm going to read to your point. I'm going to read right from their press release. It says the Colorado and Canyon have helped cement GM as the industry leader and have been the most popular pickup truck company for four consecutive years, selling six hundred thousand more pickups than any competitor from 2013 to 2019. So wow, that's interesting. It is. Interesting. I, 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 man, I wonder. So they're, you know, you gotta love uh, PR people. I wonder how they're massaging that language. So, so they, the, what was their exact language that they they sell the most trucks in general? Right. You know, most popular truck selling six hundred thousand more pickups than any competitor from thirteen to nineteen. So wow, and they probably have been beat out in quarters or years, but one year they just well. And I'm I'm pretty confident that the best selling just you know vehicle overall is the Ford F one fifty, but they you, you I don't think, think Ford has that as many successful like because I think the F one fifty is considered a full size truck. So maybe uh, when you when you add in the the mid size and the small trucks, it sounds like. Uh, GM, are you saying it's GM the best the selling truck of all time, or are you saying it's the best selling vehicle of all time, like the most popular? So what 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 I, I I'm pretty confident about this. The F one fifty is just is is usually year over year the best selling vehicle, including including pickup trucks or cars. Wow. So just the best selling when you know, skew like brand name of a of a personal vehicle. Yeah. So oh, I'm not going to disagree with you. They, they're very popular. And uh, I wonder if there was there anything in this press release, Sam, about uh, electric vehicles? Because I know that so many of these uh, companies are trying to electrify their fleets in the next 10 years. Yeah. So they're it says at the end they're bringing new products to market, including new diesel and gas, but also special edition models like the Bison and the GMC Canyon AT4. They didn't mention anything about electric vehicles here at the GM. I like the Bison. Do we know, do you have any more information of the Bison? I have That's no another idea good name. what a GMC Dude, Bison They're doing is. a pretty good job. Somebody needs to look at the that names. Up. If they, if you drive a bison, please let me know. <laughs> if you drive a bison, or if you just sort of ride a bison like from Yellowstone Park, you know, just uh, send us a picture. Okay, so I'm looking at it. It's like a souped-up GMC Canyon. It's like a really, really wild truck. 
Wow. Anyway. Listen, folks, on the audio podcast, you're not going to be able to tell this, but Sam just showed the camera a picture of this truck. It's kind of cool looking. Thank you, Sam. Well, it's like splashing through a river. You know, that's where that's how I get to work every single day is by splashing through a river in my Toyota Camry. But no, uh, <laughs> if you if you could, Sam, if you could have like one, uh, you know, so frivolous vehicle could be sort of any vehicle you like could be a sports car, a big truck. What, what do you think you would have? It's a good question. I like the Hummers. You know, you don't see any more of those on the Wow, road. the Hummers. Yeah. yeah, they don't even make Hummers anymore. They don't make Hummers anymore. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking those of roads nice. and speaking of bridges, can you tell us a little bit about what happened on last Tuesday? Prop R, uh, overwhelmingly supported across the county. It's not a tax increase, but it keeps the tax in place. Am I right? Yeah, that's right, Sam. I guess you could say it's a tax uh, reauthorization. reauthorization. So every 10 years, the county votes uh, on whether to sustain or end a half cent transportation and sales tax for the next decade. Uh, the tax was originally enacted in 1985, and this really? is the fourth time it's been reauthorized. And uh, it was one of the most popular candidates who ran this election. It was approved by nearly 72% of the voters. <laughs> a tax. Good for him. Wow. I uh, I saw, this is interesting. So whenever I see a tax on the ballot, immediately I'm like skeptical. Um, and on hindsight, I, can't, I, I don't think I voted for this. But um, St. Charles, <laughs> I'll just be honest. Uh, St. Charles County Executive Steve Elman says, this is what the tax has done. Because of the continued support of our residents, the county has benefited from a billion dollars in public transportation improvements. And this tax has built 1,110, very specific number, Noah, very weird, 1,110 miles in the last 36 years. Um, And I'll tell you, so the way that this money, so you're like, well, where does this money go? It actually goes to a commission. There's 12 people on this commission and they decide where this funding goes. So it's it's interesting because I'd be curious to learn where does like the regular highway fund go? Like you would think that public works would have a say, Mm, but this, Noah... 12 people are deciding where a billion dollars over 36 years goes and it, it's interesting so here here's what they've done here's what they've it, done. it's it, it's a 12 member citizen advisory commission so these are not elected people these are I assume appointed by They're the appointed county by the executive com- and county council maybe yeah that's right and approved by county council yeah okay really so they've done projects like page avenue which is huge i mean that's the main project yep. in the last decade for st charles county Page Avenue extension, the Guttermouth Road interchange, the Heritage Ramps. I've no idea. Do you what know that what is. that's referring to? I've, the Heritage Ramps. I have no idea. If you live near okay. Heritage Ramps, please let us know. We're, we're ignorant. And apologies. if you live under Heritage Ramps, also let us know. Yeah, let please let us know. And <laughs> so here's where we're looking forward: projects like the David Hochul Parkway, which is out by me in Wentzville, going over seventy. Yep, yep. That's what's being paid for now. The Route K and Highway seventy interchange. They're working on that and the Mugi Road interchange and the widening of Highway 94. So um, I, have you been to the Mid-Rivers and 70 intersection where like you go on the wrong yes. side of the road? So they're going to do yep. that exact interchange at Mugi Road. Do you know what that's called, Sam? In, in, the in, in engineering, you know what that, that, uh, that type of roadway is called? No, no, I don't. What is it called? <laughs> it's called the Diverging Diamond Interchange. And it's supposed to be people, these these civil planners love it. It's supposed to be like the best, safest, most efficient thing. It definitely feels pretty weird the first couple times you do it. But, uh, How do you, you know, feel, seems generally fine. 
I'm curious, how do you feel about the Highway 70 and K interchange? Because you live close to there. I'm not a fan. Yeah, no, it's it's not good, and it gets it gets really backed up. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's not good. What I what I prefer one of the crazy diverging diamonds. I guess you know you you, you I, I it'd be it'd be better than than something sillier like a giant traffic circle. Uh, so Which is, uh, yeah, where my exit is on Piney Road. That's right. Yeah, I don't. What, how do you feel about how you feel about the traffic circle? I've gotten used to it. I've gotten used to it. I think um, I don't like how I don't it, like traffic circles. It's wear and tear on your vehicle. I feel like because you're like slowing down and like leaning into the turn. But yeah, um, until you, know, you get your Hummer and you can just go straight right over the, the top. I haven't even come close to an accident though on a roundabout. Um, so you know, take that for what it's worth. I feel like if it is really if it is safer, you know, I'll I'll deal with the inconvenience of just like driving yeah. around in a circle, but. Sam, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but do we do we know? I I always assume this half cent transportation sales tax. It's a half cent on a gallon of gasoline, right? Or is this or is this administered no another way? I wish yeah. I knew. This is, this is somewhere, and I read the ballot language. I don't even think it was clear uh, where that was, but it's coming. I think from it's somewhere. it's it, it's smart, and I know that obviously in 1985, when this was originally enacted, a uh, half cent, uh, you know, was worth a little bit more than it is today. But man, it's like it's like just when you think about a half cent, it seems so insignificant that I think it's easy for a lot of people to uh, <laughs> to, put, to to click yes, you know, right. to fill in the the yes bubble because you're like, am well, I really missing that? Especially since it's not clear how that half cent is always administered. I think a lot of people exactly. are just willing to uh, willing They're to willing do it. To spend it. Did you see on the ballot language that it said at the bottom in bold, like this is not a tax increase? Yes. Yeah. Well, and if, if, if people saw any of the signs for Prop R, you know, just the political yard signs, that's what all of them said. They said something like, no, no new tax, extend right. Prop R, <laughs> which is a funny, right? Which made, which I think probably ins- made a lot of people think that voting for Prop R might have meant a tax cut, which is not true. It just meant mm. uh, extending, you know, the tax that we currently have. But uh, yeah, well, th- Sam, thanks for uh, thanks for doing the, the research on that. That is uh, that's an interesting story. You know, every single week on the St. Charles County Correspondent podcast and, and now in a video program, maybe uh, we do a little segment we call the weekly smile where we talk about something that's been making us smile. Sam, what's been making you smile? I've got two things this week. No, I've got two things. Two I things, really geez. I really enjoyed Abundance the coffee debate that we were a part of on the St. Charles County Correspondent's Facebook page and also on the what's going on in St. Charles Facebook page. Mm. Like a hundred comments, people were really engaged. Uh, shout out to Course Coffee in St. Charles; they won hands down. Then Picasso's came in second. That was that was fun. I like those. I think we need to do more of those, Noah, because people have opinions on local non-chain places. So that's right. Um, Agreed. Starbucks wasn't even on the list. Here's the here's the last thing. Albert Pujols hit a home run on Tuesday mm. night. That was first tremendous. home run. First home As run. A Cardinal in, again in like three thousand days. So. Great. I won't say anything more about that. Go watch the clip. It's on. Uh, I guess we'll share it. We need to share it. We haven't shared it yet, but go check it out. That what was about exciting you, to see. Yeah, yeah. What's going on with you? Uh, well, Sam, you know, over uh, this past week on April 10th, the uh, first Missouri State Capitol building in old old downtown St. Charles had a, uh, a fire, had a fire yeah. in it. And I don't necessarily it's not really disclosed how that fire started. But the uh, St. Charles Fire Department responded quickly and put the fire out. Uh, we'll put some pictures of this, of what the place looks like now, 
uh, on in our newsletter and on the website, but they say there is no irreversible damage to the building and no historic artifacts were damaged mm. in the fire. Uh, so that's uh, an exciting, you know, it's a, sad there's a fire, but thankful it makes me smile that the fire department was there quickly and that the building wasn't destroyed because an old building like that, I think, you know, maybe if there's if the response time was a few minutes late, you're not going to be able to recover that building. So I'm glad that uh, it's there after a little bit of cleanup. Uh, our children one day will still be able to go to the first state capitol building. How about that? Shout out to the St. Charles uh, City Fire Department, I imagine. I don't think it was the county. It was the f- city. But city. Shout yeah. out to them. Well, folks, if you've enjoyed this episode of the County Correspondent, the St. Charles County Correspondent, you can follow us on Substack at sccc.substack.com. We'll send you one email a week. It's our weekly newsletter on Thursdays. But you can also follow us on Facebook. And if you like this podcast, you can leave it a review. And uh, also, if you have any tips, we'd love to hear from you. It's sccorrespondent at gmail.com. Well, for Noah Brandt, this is Sam Saffa. We've enjoyed this episode. We look forward to seeing you next time on the St. Charles County Correspondent.